0: Welcome to All Women Podcast. My name is Elena Narciss Dandridge and I'm so happy that you decided to tune into today's episode. Whether you're a first-time listener or a returning listener, I know many of us have been struggling this year. It's been a very unpredictable, unprecedented year with the pandemic and so much is going on in our country and in the world. It's a very conflicting time for many of us. Other things are happening. There's so many distractions just constantly around us. It's hard to stay grounded and uprooted in what we truly value. I really want to share this episode with you guys because I know many of us are struggling emotionally, mentally, physically. We're struggling with everything that happens. Every time we turn on the news, there's something bad going on. Every time we get on social media, somebody's dying or there's a shooting or there's so much negativity all around us. And I want to talk about my personal experience with depression and anxiety. This is a topic that is very hard for me to talk about, but I feel like it's a topic that need to be talked about because a lot of us are out here struggling and we're going through it alone and we feel like we don't have anyone to talk to. And I'm here to just share my story with you all. I want to give out a disclaimer that this could be a very triggering episode for anyone who personally goes through mental health issues. I want to let you know upfront that if For any reason you feel uncomfortable, you need to tune out, feel free to just exit the podcast. I understand that this can be a very hard topic to listen to, especially when you're currently going through your own mental crisis. And I've been there. And I know that when I was going through my own mental crisis, it was a time for me to tap out of everything that's happening on social media, to tap out of any other voice other than God's voice, my therapist, and my own. And it was a time for me to be very selfish and work on me. So I understand. If this episode is a little too much for you or understand if this episode is is just too emotional and real for you at this moment, come back to it later when you feel more comfortable listening to it. But I want to share the struggles that I've been through mentally. I think the first time that I realized that something wasn't right or I was struggling mentally and emotionally was when I was 15 or 16 my mom noticed these different signs where I was very upset and I was angry, very snappy. Like, I, I don't know what was going on, but I just wasn't a very happy kid at the time. My mom took me to this Christian based therapy clinic. The therapist that I had was probably around the same age as my mom. She was also black and my mom, I don't know what she was thinking, but I guess she thought this was a, a good place for me to go. But at that time, I. I wasn't really receptive of getting the help that I needed. I was very angry and upset. I was closed off when I went to the session. I wasn't providing the therapist any information. I really didn't want to be there. And that's what I told the therapist. I don't want to be here. I don't think I have a problem. I don't know why my mom thought I needed to come here because there's nothing wrong with me. When all along, I was looking at it wrong. I really hate that moment happened because now looking back at it, I wish I would have been more open to therapy. It wasn't until years later that I went off to college and I started to experience a number of emotions. I was very sad and depressed. There were many days and nights that I would be crying and I didn't really know why I was crying. A number of things were going on in my life. My my freshman year of college, my mom was constantly in and out of the hospital And I was also battling trying to find my place in a university and I was struggling with the identity crisis. You know, I didn't know who I was. I'm 18 years old. I'm trying to find new friends because all the friends I went to high school with, they went to community college. So I'm the only one who went off to a four year university. And I did been dabbed in a lot of different friend groups, had a lot of ups and downs with trying to find who I was. But deep down. I was sad and I was depressed and I didn't like me. I didn't like where I was. I wanted to leave. Literally at the time, I wanted to transfer colleges. And I was having a conversation with my mom and my pastor about go ahead and move and transfer colleges. They convinced me to stay. They're like, you can go anywhere you want to go when you graduate from college. Stick these next three years through like you're already done with your first semester. Stick it through more. And I kept having these up and down feelings throughout the whole freshman year. And one day, I just broke down. I just had a bad day where I just broke down crying to my boss. And I was just telling her, you know, my mom's sick. I'm unhappy. I'm not doing that well in school. Like, I just don't know what to do. My boss actually told me about the free counseling service that my university offered. She set up an appointment for me. And I went. The first session was OK. I was like, uh. I wasn't really that thrilled about the first session, but I gave it another chance. I swapped over to a new therapist, one who is African-American, because I felt like I wanted to talk to someone who could relate to me, someone who knew the black experience, someone who could potentially, you know, understand where I'm coming from. Even though I was going to therapy, I really wasn't putting my best effort in therapy like a lot of times I would tell stories about what was happening but I would like fluff it I would give like the the good part about it or you know I didn't really get to the nitty-gritty or really try to make the most out of therapy I was more going to therapy for venting instead of trying to go to therapy for correction purposes being an adult now and going to therapy now I realized that Therapy is what you put in it. Whatever you share with your therapist, it's either going to help make you better. It's going to help make the situation better. So you have to determine how far are you willing to go? Because I'll be honest with you guys, going to therapy can be very draining. I know that when I go to therapy now, I have to have the rest of the day off. Like I can't have meetings or do anything constructive after going to therapy because I'm so drained therapy and I need to have my mind in the right place. And so at that time, you know, I'm young, I'm, I'm a freshman in college. I didn't really know like how to optimize therapy, like how to get the most out of it. And I continued on through therapy throughout my senior year of college until I went off to D.C. for an internship. I started the internship a month after my mom passed away I was in a process of grief. And I was going through a lot emotionally. During that time, and I remember being so sad, the day that my D.C. roommate arrived, I was in the bed. I had been crying a whole morning and when her and her parents walked in, I had to fake it and put on a smile and later end up breaking down to them and that was the lowest I had ever been. There were many nights where I cried myself to sleep. I would wait for my roommate to go to sleep and I would just, go, I would just roll over and cry all night long. And I was so sad. And I really wish that I would have been consistent in my therapy during that time of grief. But it took me about six months once I returned home to Mississippi to start going back to therapy. And I was still, you know, playing playing a game and having a mask on even at therapy where I wasn't really being honest with myself or my therapist about what I felt internally. Internally, I knew that I wasn't happy with life. On the outside, I've always been very happy and upbeat. That's just my personality. But sometimes I'm not, I'm not always like that. When I'm at home, I'm quiet, I'm reserved, I'm to myself. But when I'm in public, I try to be upbeat because that's what people expect. Like they're like, you Lana, like the people that know me know that I'm fun, I'm energetic, but for years, I hadn't been feeling that way. I've had a mask on for so many years. It wasn't until this year that I made the decision to get proper help and take proper care of my mind, my body, and my soul. I noticed I was hitting one of my lowest ever. I noticed that my depression was the worst that it ever had been this year. There were days where I didn't eat. I didn't bathe. I didn't have any energy. I would Purposely ignore people's calls. I didn't really want to be bothered, talk to anyone. And I was just wondering, like, why is this happening? Like, why do I feel this way? And I noticed it. I noticed the patterns. I noticed the signs. And I took the initiative to seek help. Started going back to therapy. Going back to therapy was definitely a task of its own. I did a number of consultations with different therapists. I used different platforms online including therapy for black girls and a number of resources to find the best therapist counselor uh, for myself. That process alone was very draining of having to constantly repeat my story and tell a new person every other day what I was going through. And that was very draining, but it was worth it. Because when I found the therapist that was for me, y'all, I was on the phone crying like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going through. Like, yeah, you read me that. It was meant to be because back in May, I lost a an aunt and I was really close with her. She was there with me the night that I lost my mom. We spent the whole day together. Her death caused me a lot of grief, it, it, a lot of flashbacks. It was a true wake up call that I was in a state of depression that was darker than any area that I had ever been in before. I was deep into trauma, I'm reminiscing on being a kid and just a whole lot of memories are coming up, good and bad. And I was going through a lot. And when I found the therapist, I knew in my mind therapy is going to cost. It's going to be an investment. I don't care how much it costs. I'm willing to pay it because this is something that is going to help make me better. And I want to be better in every aspect of my life. And I have to invest in myself in order to be the best, you know, to be the best version of me for me not for anyone else. It worked out where the therapist that I got actually accepted insurance. I originally was paying a copay, but when July one hit, I stopped having to pay for therapy. One day I noticed that my therapist wasn't taking the copay out of my debit card anymore. I asked my therapist, I was like, hey, did you forget to take out the copay? I see that it's been weeks since I last paid for a session. You know, is there something going on with my card or, you know, what's going on? She was like, oh, no, your insurance started to pay for all your sessions. I was like, look at God. Within the black community and even on a religious level, a lot of Christians think that therapy isn't something that people need. And I beg to differ. I think that if you're sick, you would go to a medical doctor. And if you're sick mentally, you should go to see someone who's professionally trained to help you out with your mental health, because I think it's important. It's very important that you have a clear mind because having a mind that is not sound, that's a dangerous place. That's a very dangerous place to be in. And I personally know people who have suffered from depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, who have taken things into their own hands because their mind just wasn't clear anymore. Their mind just got over capacity with just so much negativity and and negative thoughts that they're not worthy, that their life means nothing, that they're tired of living here. And I thank God for renewing my spirit, renewing my mind and keeping me. Because I never even at my lowest, I never thought about taking my own life. I never thought about being unworthy. I never thought about What would life be like without me? And I thank God because sometimes we won't admit it. We won't admit when we get that low, but I just thank God that I was never that low. And that I took the initiative to get the help that I needed to get a timely manner. When I noticed that I got to my lowest, I'm so thankful that I took that initiative and I want to encourage anyone listening to me today. If you are suffering from any type of mental health illness and you haven't seen a professional, go get the help that you need. Go get the help that you need because it's for you. You should want to be the best version of you. It's not easy. Taking that first step is not easy. I remember opening up to that first person who wasn't a mental health professional. It was a close friend. And I remember calling her on the phone. And, and just talking to her and opening up and saying, I'm depressed. I've been depressed for a long time. And I remember just breaking down to that friend. But you know what? After having that conversation with my friend, I felt so relieved. I felt like a weight that I had been holding on. And, and this secret, this mask that I had been wearing for so many years, it was off. Everything was off the pressure of feeling like I had to always be happy and upbeat. It was off. I felt like I could truly be myself because here I am no longer faking or pretending like I'm happy. I've been through some things in my life, trauma that has caused me so much pain and I don't have to fake it anymore. And once I opened up to my friend, I then opened up to my aunts and my cousins, and my sister, and my family, and I let them know what, what was going on. And it was better because now I don't have to go through it alone. My family, they're there, they're supporting me, they encourage me. And after that, I also talked to some of my other friends. And when I realized when I talked to my other friends, some of them are going through the same thing. They've been struggling. They've been going through it emotionally. And now we don't have to go through it alone because now we're keeping it real. We're, we're, being, our, we're being real with ourselves. We're being real with each other that we're struggling I feel good. I feel good from sharing this with you all because I was nervous and I'm scared. Like I I have a, a script written out, but I'm not even following that because I just wanted this to be a very candid conversation, something that comes from my heart, because y'all I have been struggling for so long. And I didn't even know I was struggling until I got help and I got down to the core of it. And sometimes you gotta revisit those toxic Those heartbreaking areas and moments of your life that you're trying to forget or move on from, you got to revisit those. When you're trying to fix the problems, you got to go back to the problems, you know, and and that's hard sometimes, but it's worth it. It's really worth it. And I'm in a great place right now, y'all. I was in an Uber maybe a week or so ago and the driver was just like, you just seem so at peace. You seem like you're just so at peace right now. And and it's crazy because I am. I'm the happiest that I've been in years. And it might seem like on Instagram, social media, we can put on a front. We can put on a fake smile. And nowadays we can put on a mask to protect ourselves from this pandemic. But it's all for show. It's all for show. But God knows our heart. He knows what we need. And I needed therapy. I needed someone professionally to help me work through my problems. And he provided. God provided that for me, y'all. I ain't got to pay a penny out of pocket to go to therapy. And that's a blessing. Because if you know how much therapy costs sometimes, it's expensive. But that's an investment that I wanted to make to make myself better. And I hope that, you know, if you're struggling, like I said, that you would get the help that you need. I'm here to listen I'm here for you if you need a friend to talk to about it I'm here for you I tell you give you some tips and tricks on finding the best therapist or getting the best resources for yourself but I just want to say thank you for listening thank you so much for sticking it around thank you for your patience because there were a lot of things that I needed to work on internally before I could get on here onto this podcast and make another episode I had to check myself I had to be honest with myself before I got on here and have one more conversation with you guys. And I'm glad that I took care of that. I'm excited. And, you know, before I close out, I just want to say, guys, next week, next Tuesday, one week from today is Election Day. So if you haven't voted already, if you haven't sent in your absentee ballots or went to vote in person early. I want to encourage you to go out and vote. This is your opportunity to let your voice be heard. So take that chance to wish you all a wonderful week. weekend. please stay safe until the next episode, guys. Be blessed. Bye.